No one's fun anymore. Whatever happened to fun? You are listening to the Drag Dungeon Podcast with your hosts, Jay and John. Hey! Welcome back to the broadcast, your favorite podcast. You ask for this shit if you're easily offended. We don't recommend it. You ask for this shit, so here it is. You. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Successful revival of Sex in the City. We should just play this the whole time. I record. Tay Diaz, part of Sex in the City's successful revival. This sounds like better acting than it was on the show. I've got a better voice than both of us. I want them to say some like word we'll like. Second season of and just like that, with an even more robust story. Let me skip ahead. Of millions of viewers every week. Oh, it's only like eighteen it's minutes long. It took longer than that to read this shit. <laughs> anyway, the internationally hated Che Diaz. I know, Che, Che Diaz. You have to like her because we said so. If you don't like Che Diaz, you are homophobic. The calls are coming from inside the house. That's one of my favorite <laughs> <laughs> lines. I'm like, look, bitch, I do not have to like her because I'm queer. Just because somebody is, there's representation. That's the thing about some of this shit. Like, they will be re- representation on for these shows, and then they just expect you to like them. And if you don't, something's wrong with you. I'm yeah. Like, I don't think so, bitch. I don't have to like anybody. I don't like to. There's lots of queer people in my life that I don't like. Uh, Just you're queer. Exactly. You know who I feel bad for? Straight people. And how often do we say that? My God. Yeah. I always <laughs> <laughs> Because they think this is what it is. And this ain't it. No, this was a, such a mistake. Like, when I was reading this article, I just kept thinking I was, this was satire. Like, I was reading Mad Ma- Mad Magazine. Like, I'm just reading this, like, are you serious? Like, he's really trying to convince us that Che is the greatest thing. Like, the, the part where he said, I know we're, like, going to talk about from the beginning, but I just have to just say this real quick. No, go. Like, when he said, um, yeah, or something like, we're going to bring Che back because we need more Che. I mean, really? And then, like, really's in italics. I'm like... Are you trying to convince us or you that this is a good... Yes. You know what it reminds me of? When they do like a criminal investigation, like a interrogation on the crime network, and they're in there in the little room, like talking to the murderer, and they're like, but why did you... And the person doubles down on why they didn't kill their spouse. And I'm like, you know you did. <laughs> yes, I don't understand. Like, I'm reading this, like, am I being punked? I'm like, like... One of my other favorite lines is when Chase talking about something like, or Sarah Ramirez is talking about, Chase is like one of those characters that, you know, just reminds you that there are people in your community that you don't like, but they just deserve love too. I'm like, this is the best you got to, to explain why we should like I her. I hate that. We should love everyone. I'm like. Stop uh, using the word community. I'm not part of your community. I'm not part of your tribe. I don't want, I don't want any part of this. Okay. No, I mean, the bottom line with this is it's so offensive when people say, because it's representation, you should love it. And if you don't, yeah. then you're you know, you're a homophobic or you're anti-queer or you're something. And if you're a queer person, then some, you should be ashamed of yourself for not liking this representation. I'm like, girl, that doesn't represent me. And 
you're not going to convince me that it's not. And you're the terrible person for trying to shove that on me. Yeah. It's kind of like having a saying to women, like all women characters on TV, you have to love them. You have to identify them and you have to support them. And how dare you doubt them? Even if they're an antihero, like even if it's somebody that's killing, you know, their children or driving their children into a pond or something, I'm in a car, like you have to love them because they're a woman. No. Yeah. You have to turn off your brain. Yeah. Opt out of intelligence, you know, just, uh, volunteer for a lobotomy and support this character because they're a woman. I'm like, no, I don't... Isn't that identity politics? Is that what that is? Well, that's, like, almost borderline cultish. It is? Thank you. You know, feelings. Like, you have to blindly, you know, love Jim Jones. You know? <laughs> you have you to. Mean, it's, like, total... You know, if you don't, then we're going to drug you so you don't tell anybody not to. Like, that's... <laughs> Thank you. I've seen that stuff, like, in different scenarios. Like, religion. Like, work. Like... You know, if you don't love this, then, you know, or somebody doesn't like something, turn them in. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. So we're talking about, and just like that, um, Variety Magazine has put Che Dia, the character Che Diaz, played by actor Sarah Ramirez, on the cover. We'll refer to Sarah as she throughout this article because up to a point, Sarah refer, said that her pronouns were she and they on her Twitter. And it's just easier for talking about what we respect everyone's pronouns. Um, let's just read a little bit of it. In just 10 episodes of In Just Like That, HBO Max's successful revival of Sex in the City, Che Diaz became the most visible and often most ridiculed queer character on TV. We'll get to why in a second, but for those who love Che, who is that? Uh, <laughs> do not fear. Sarah Ramirez, the non-binary actor who plays the non-binary podcaster, what a reach, comedian and aspiring sitcom star who falls in love with Miranda Hobbs and breaks up her marriage, will be back on the second season of And Just Like That with an even more robust storyline. Well, thank God, because I think we were all worried that we weren't going to get more. Right. I was losing some serious sleep. Me too. I'm so concerned. Oh, I was real pressed. Uh, when we last saw Che, they were heading to Los Angeles. You all remember the last episode of, and just like that, with Miranda, who dyed her hair, <clears throat> her gray hair, red again to represent her sexual awakening. I love that so much. I'm like, is that what she was doing? I'm like. <laughs> yeah, it's symbolism. Do you get that? I didn't get that. That's so deep. <clears throat> she dyed her hair red because now she's a whore. This, I had so much uh, respect and reverence for Michael Patrick King until I read this article and, and Sarah Ramirez, which we'll get to in a second, but, and the new season of, and just like that, will pick up three weeks after the last episode showrunner, Michael Patrick King has started the writer's room. I don't know what the, what this is referring to the podcast, that shitty podcast. No one listened to Ramirez says, uh, he's offered them a preview. The first season was judging a book by its cover, and season two is about reading the book. Oh my god! How deep! This just—if this, just, this requires this much explanation, then you have failed. You know, this should not require. We I should agree. Get, we should get all this stuff. We should understand everything. He should not have to tell us any of this stuff. It's like if you have to explain, then you're a failure. <laughs> it reminds me. It's like Lady Gaga explaining art pop. Oh my god! Right. So let's continue. King himself is an effusive when is effusive when he speaks about Ramirez and about Che. Like there's a difference. One of my burning passions about season two is Che. He says, "I want to show the dimension of Che. 
that people didn't see for whatever reason because they were blinded out of fear or terror. I want to show more of Che rather than less of Che. Like, really? Like, he's... This is yeah. psychotic. It, it is. Like, it's that whole thing that I say this all the time. The definition of, in, of insanity is do, continually doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different reaction each time. Like, yeah. that is what this is. Like, in entertainment, in life, if something's not working, you change it. You don't just keep doing it and saying, you will love this. Like, no, dude. There's basically nothing you can do with this character at this point. I think this character saved a bus full of children about to go off a cliff. No way <laughs> we would still hate her. <laughs> yeah. not save anything. I mean, I don't know. I just don't understand the doubling down. It's like, it's really his, e you can tell throughout this article, his ego, Michael Patrick King, is very in involved and invested in the character. It's very, I think it's hurt. Like, I think he oh, yeah. was it, I'm very upset about people hating this character so much that he, it's like he's trolling us or he's like, it's like revenge or something. Like, how dare you, you know, criticize my writing, criticize my decisions. So here you go, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what I really resent is throughout this article, Michael Patrick King, Cynthia Nixon, and Sarah, the actor, all kind of say, well, if you don't like this character, it's because you're blinded by, quote, out of fear or terror. Like, you're so yeah. scared of queer people because it's such a crazy thought that somebody's queer or non-binary yeah. that it's your problem, not theirs. No, maybe the problem is your shitty writing. You know? Yeah. Quit blaming us. They blame us through this whole thing. This is not... This has nothing to do with the viewer being afraid. It has to do with doing whatever you want, not caring what other people think, which, okay, so art is subjective. You can't do create art, worry about what other people think. But when you're saying you're trying to get ratings, you know, you're trying to get picked up for another season. You're trying to get this. You, you Nobody thinks that way. Like we talk about this all the time with like TV shows. They have these focus groups that watch these shows, watch these characters, and they record the reactions. That's why, you know, you see, like, Rose on Golden Girls, for instance. Rose was, you know, like, innocent or naive the whole time. But you notice she got more naive throughout the seasons. Because they have these focus groups watching this going, I love when Rose does dumb stuff or she says dumb. So they do more. Like, they pay attention to this. So you show Che to an audience and everyone's like, I hate this character. Guess what you do? You get a different character. Are you develop the character so it's more palpable? That is what you do. Yeah. And I don't think that... What's crazy to me is that um, I never hear anything from Michael Patrick throughout this article, at least, um, where he's aware that the audience is hate-watching the show. Mm. He thinks people are watching it because they love Sex and the City, maybe. And they're, the character Che Diaz makes them uncomfortable, but in a good way. And I'm like, no, people... People are watching this because it's terrible. So look, dude, if you know it's terrible and you just want to keep making shitty content for us to make fun of, uh, thanks for the views. Thank you. Thank right. you. <laughs> we love you for that, bitch. And also, you're welcome for the additional views that we helped you get. But if you're just going to do that, that's cool. But quit. why are you uh, lying to yourself and us about we're doing it for the cause? We're doing it for the culture. We don't need it. No, we don't need this. Like, if, like I said, if you're gonna make some like character that everybody hates, why not? Why not create some sort of, you know, reason to love her? 
you know, reason to care about her. Like, I have to have that in a show. What show was I thinking about the other day? I'm like, I just don't, I was like, I can't remember what show it was. I'm like, I don't like any of these characters. Like, I don't like any of them. I have to have a reason to love someone or I, or to support or to back somebody up or I'm out, you know? So yeah. you give us a reason to like her, him, her. I was just hand well, slipped on my head. Uh, but yeah, give us a reason. A great example would be like Desperate Housewives. Those characters had flaws and also they had virtuous moments. So we had the full rounded characters. Um, I think a part of this that's a problem for me is also that the character and the actor are one. Sarah Ramirez is Che Diaz. And I was very cautious at first. And I was even like, Sarah, girl, this is not your fault. You're doing your job. You're an actor. You're doing what you're um, performing what was written. Well, I take that back. Because in this article, it says that before Sarah was, or after Sarah was offered the part, Michael Patrick reached out to her because Cynthia Nixon knew her character on Grey's Anatomy, which I didn't even know she acted on. Sorry, Grey's Anatomy people, no disrespect. I know you love the show. I just personally had never watched it. But apparently, Cynthia Nixon had seen Sarah on Grey's and said to Michael Patrick, you should look out to this actor. And Michael Patrick reached out and Sarah expressed... Um, her concerns about the show and lack of representation and said, you should work with Glad to come up with a character that's, you know, representative of the, you know, the culture, the people, the viewers. And so she's part of this problem. Oh, I mean, for sure. I wonder how much of this story Michael Patrick King actually came up with, like how much Sarah affected this show. Like I just, kind of feel like Cynthia Nixon, Michael Patrick King. Like, I can't see them coming up with this character on their own because I don't feel like they understand queer culture enough to be like, to, to create this person. I agree. Like, even the title in the article says, yep, I'm Che. That's why I think, you know, Sarah has a lot of responsibility for this character in the storyline. Right. So I guess we can't forget that. Yes, it's the writing but I think Sarah had a lot of influence on this based on what this article is saying and based on considering, you know, where, I mean, maybe, maybe Michael Patrick King has a lot of queer friends and of all types, maybe, you know, I'm sure. he had some, you know, he had some like inspiration, some muse that helped create this, but I don't know. I think it's her fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it. let's see here. Okay. Nixon, Cynthia Nixon, who suggested Ramirez to King after admiring their work for years, is confused about the seismic reaction to the character. Quote, I know, I don't know what to make of it, she says. I mean, I think you've got a lot of marriage police people out there. What does that have to do with anything? Nixon also wonders whether the explosion was because the Miranda-Che relationship is so different from TV's usual girl-on-girl -girl action that people across the board think is really sexy. I feel that's, no. No, we weren't expecting some sexy lesbian scene between y'all. A person like Sarah, this is what really gets me. Quote, a person like Sarah is really threatening and frightening to people. Nixon says, what is this? You keep telling us we're so scared. We're gay people. We're so scared and frightened of, of Che Diaz that that's why we don't like her. No, we don't like her because she's a horrible character. And I don't just mean her behavior as the character. I mean, the writing is terrible. The whole, everything about it. Well, maybe that whole marriage police, which she talks about this in a little further in the article, or this article talks about it, really, about how um, 
Miranda leaves Steve for Che. And like that supposedly they think made people mad because right. Che got or Steve got left for um, you know, for Che. When I read that I thought, no, I, I'm not mad that Steve got left. I'm mad because you wrote Steve into this like this like sad limp dick guy who just was like, Okay, bye. You know, like just you know, we're They so, expected like... us to forget everything that we ever knew about these characters. The problem is yeah. We know these characters because they've been in our lives for 20 years. And now you're completely flipping the script in a way that is not pleasing to the viewer. It just was too easy for her to leave him. And we like him more than Steve, more than we like Miranda. So it's like, well, it's like Maybe straight white like men. see people being mad about that because Steve, I'm just thinking out loud because we love Steve so much. It's mm. well. It's I have a problem across the board. I think they're talking so much about representation, and they're like the whole thing is very pandering to me. It's like um, straight white men are the enemy. <laughs> Look what happened to the ones we knew in the show. Big died, and Steve was, you know, um, kicked out of his marriage basically because Miranda had mm -hmm. a fling. Yeah. So where's that representation? Yeah. <laughs> Those characters didn't get a side story. They didn't get a backstory. They just got killed off. I mean, whatever. I, I, and just to be fair, I was down for Big being killed. I was. But the Steve thing bothered fine. me. I thought we needed somebody. Yeah, Where's the representation for, like, a traditional marriage in the show? It doesn't have to well, be all... Yeah. What if they would have done something like Steve and Miranda were not married? Like, they were not together. And we had a little Steve storyline date, which we kind of talked about this before. Um, dating someone, Carrie, I don't know. And then Miranda <laughs> maybe falling in love with Che, but it not be some taboo marriage ending, cheaty sort of thing. What if they would have got rid of that aspect of it? Do you think we would have liked it even a tinge more if it wasn't some like marriage destroying thing? I don't know. I'm just asking the question. I think I would. I would have yeah. liked more because it feels like I'm watching the L word mm. a little bit. Well, why does it have to be like awakenings about awakenings and about, you know, in the down low stuff like she's, you know, cheating on Steve, basically. Why not have it to be like they're not together. Their marriage isn't good. Steve is a strong person. Maybe Steve fucking left Miranda or somebody. And then I like <laughs> Steve, that more. Yeah. And then Miranda then falling in love with Che. That seems, you know, I feel so much, just saying that out loud, I'm like, I feel so much more comfortable with that I story. do too. I would too, because you know what? It would be like Miranda is hurt because her husband left her. And late later in life, she discovers she may, might be a lesbian. Now that seems more true to reality. People do get so upset when women become, you know, the late in life kind of lesbian thing. I mean, look what happened to Elvira. Like people like went oh, I know. shit on her because... She came out as a as a lesbian later in life, oh, so I don't know. Now that should be the new Samantha Jones. But <laughs> yes, that is a thing. Like women date a man, they treat him like shit for years, and the women are like, fuck it, I'm done with men. They get with a lesbian. They're not necessarily a lesbian, but they get with a lesbian who worships the ground they walk on, and they're happy because they got somebody who's going to eat them out, fix shit around the house, and it's all good. Love is love. Love is love, baby. That, <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> Shame on you, Michael Patrick, for making it seem like it's us that has the problem. Yes. When it's your shitty storytelling that's the problem. It's and, so offensive. And you're the, you and Sarah Jessica are always the ones that are like, oh, we want to tell new stories. Well, your new story sucked. 
And look, that's the re that's the reason a lot of people did watch this bullshit reboot. But do better. Don't just double down in the season two. You were thankfully you got a season two. Are there any interviews with like the actual like queer people on the show other than these two? Like, did they? Are there interviews? I know he passed away, but maybe before he died, Willie and um, Mario. Like, are they interviewed anywhere asking their opinion on this shit? Like, there are other queer characters on this show. Let's ask them what they think. Yeah, well, I don't know about um, Willie Garson because it's weird, but I feel like he kind of kept the fact that he was straight in real life. Like, that was his secret. Not a secret, really, but... Oh, wait, he's straight, isn't he? I totally forget that about... <laughs> yeah. I, f I feel like he kind of kept that on the DL, which is weird, because usually it's the reverse, but... But Mario's not. But no, he's he not. Was. And okay, he's been on Wendy Williams yeah. and The View all the time, so he does, and it's no secret that he's gay. Uh, so that's great, but... Yeah, I forgot Willie was straight. That's right. And also, let's, let's normalize just... Uh, I mean, it has been normalized, but let's just go back to it's okay for straight people to pay, play gay people, too. Oh, it's for fine. sure. Like, Noah Reed on um, Shit's Creek. Absolutely. I have no problems with that at I all. I don't either. I just forgot he was he was straight because he's so gay on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember when Sean Hayes came out as gay after, like, five years after Will Right. Grace? You were all like, what? Are you serious? I'm like, girl, were you in the, clo the glass closet? <laughs> we didn't know you were. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you were straight? Oh! <laughs> right. Oh, God bless. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be a season two of Just Like Crap, as we know, and Che Diaz will be back. That's fine. I didn't expect for them to completely drop her. I didn't. No, and you know, one thing I noticed in the article I wanted to mention, they talked about, um, I don't know what the actual, like, what the actual quote from the article is, but it referred to bringing Che, someone like Che and to be part of the core relationship in the show of Sarah Jessica, you know, care. I'm like, when, when, when was she part of their friendship? She never was. She was always on the outside. Like she didn't go to lunch with them. You know no. what I mean? Like she was not part of a core. This article is stupid. I'm like, she was not part of that. And that would have been, which we kind of talked about this before, would have been great if they would have had the character that Miranda you know, ends up with is someone who did fit in with them, who they did love, who they did have lunch with, like Seema's character. Yes. Like, I mean, I wouldn't wish them on Seema's character, but someone like that, like, yeah. you know, that fit in more with them. And think of how much, how much better that, that would have been. I think it would okay. have. I'm still waiting for somebody to step up and fill that spot at the coffee shop lunch table, the brunch yeah. table, you know? But good for you, Variety Magazine, for putting Che on the cover and getting us to uh, freak out and react to it. It worked. Dating us. Here Dating we, us. Here we are. <laughs> the cover is um, <clears throat> a callback to Ellen DeGeneres on, I think it was Time Magazine, Yep, I'm Gay. Remember that? Oh, uh, yes. Yep, I'm Che, how Sarah Ramirez became the most talked about char queer character on TV. Um, and uh, shame on you, Michael Patrick and Cynthia Nixon and everyone else who's complicit in this trying to blame us like it's our fault the call's coming from inside the house shut up <laughs> but um it worked so yeah. we're looking forward to season two 
Yes, I can't wait. I'm ready to talk about it. I'm ready to trash it. I really hope maybe we'll find something that we enjoy about it other than just hating it. But who the hell knows? Like, if this is where he's ramping up to take this, more Che, really, then you know, we might be in for a ride. We'll see. Yeah, it just shows, shows me how out of touch everyone is that's involved with this. But we will be talking about it. I love that And Just Like That is still in the zeitgeist, still being talked about. At this point, it's not on... T I mean, it's streaming, obviously, HBO Max. But the season's over. Season two, I don't even know if it started filming, but... Look, the new, we had Kim Cattrall talking about it, Sarah Jessica talking about it after the show had aired. Um, now we have Che Diaz. What's next? We'll see. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Yes. And we want to thank Manscaped for sponsoring our podcast. Go to manscaped.com. Use the code DRAG20. For 20% off your purchase, you probably missed Father's Day because it's today, but they have the um, Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the boxers, all that good shit. Use our code, get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.